0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 13th of March, 2023. We are back live on YouTube, on the Unshackled YouTube channel, as the Wilmsfront YouTube channel still has two strikes, the first of which won't expire until April 20th. We are also live again on the Tim Wilms Live channel, and as always, on the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel. Entropy is back, which I've put the link into the, the YouTube chat. So you can send myself a direct question by clicking on the link or even better yet, a send through a super chat to support unshackled productions, such as a Tim's news explosion, Wilmsfront and the report from Tiger mountain. It is 8.30 PM here in Melbourne, Victoria, where the labor day long weekend is coming to an end, as is the Moomba Festival, uh, which uh, includes the Birdman Rally and, of course, the Moomba uh, Parade today. So local stage actors, Rob Mills and Rhonda Birchmore, were the king and queen of Moomba. For those outside of Melbourne, the easiest way to explain what Moomba is it's like a straight Mardi Gras festival like the one that they have in New Orleans so it's actually family friendly but uh, according to the the mainstream media we know we must now all be terrified of a new COVID wave happening maybe with the Kraken variant which of course the the the, 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 the Kraken name is just made up by people on on Twitter it's not an official lineage Designation. Uh, its actual name is Omicron XBB one point five. So, Kraken is just meant to sound scary. I mean, it's taken a whole two months uh, to come down to Australia and uh, be the the dominant strain after it briefly dominated the U.S. East Coast at the beginning of the year. This was uh, the the nine news uh, piece on the Kraken arriving.
1: COVID cases have spiked by 10% in the past week, with the latest variant Kraken emerging as the more dominant strain. Infectious disease experts say it is a timely reminder to check if you're eligible for your next vaccine booster. Medical reporter Emily Rice.
2: March is a marvellous time to get amongst it with Melbournians riding high on a plethora of major events. (laughs) But that pesky virus also loves a social outing with infections spiking again. This is uh, a new wave, but I expect it to be small. There were over 3,300 COVID cases reported in Victoria this week, a more than 10% jump. 98 people are in hospital with the virus. (coughs) <coughs> After attending the recent Ed Sheeran concert at the MCG, 36-year-old Azuru from Berwick has been very ill with her second bout of the virus. <coughs>
3: Morning I woke up with sore throat, runny nose and like I felt my throat was like
4: sandpaper.
2: The variant, dubbed Kraken, which recently swept through the US, is well and truly established here now. Department of Health Wastewater Surveillance indicates Kraken, technically known as XBB15, accounts for almost 40% of cases. I prefer to call XBB extra bad boy. It's very transmissible, but it's not more severe. The other reason for the infection uptick is waning immunity. There's also waning interest in getting a booster, which is a uh uh, an unfortunate thing. The Chief Health Officer's latest press release advising all Victorians who have not had a COVID vaccination or infection in the past six months are now eligible for a booster. This is irrespective of how many prior doses a person has received. Now, no-one's suggesting we avoid going out this autumn, but the advice is if you are eligible get boosted. Don't wait till winter. Getting it now will give you protection against something that's surging right now. Emily Rice, Nine News.
0: Yes, uh, Professor Robert Boy, who like, he looks the perfection of health himself. He's got his own nickname, Extra Bad Boy. And uh, of course, Melbourne's event calendar continues this week with the AFL season starting so the COVID Karens will again be triggered by all of these mass super spreading events made up of irresponsible maskless football fans uh, like this uh, Carlton supporter from last year that is of course uh, COVID Karen teal independent Monique Ryan. Well, she sometimes wears a mask, sometimes uh, she doesn't. She's the the inconsistent uh, mask Karen. And uh, there was a ruling uh, in the the federal court uh, last Tuesday uh, that she won't be forced uh, to work with her now former uh, chief of staff, uh, Sally Rugg. Uh, So Sally Ruggs' employment with the Commonwealth has been terminated, but there will be a trial later this year to, uh, to determine the, well, merit of Sally Ruggs' argument uh, that uh, she, uh, there was a violation of the, the Fair Work Act in her employment uh, with uh, Monique Ryan because she was asked to work unreasonable hours. Uh, now, last week, I brought you some extracts uh, from Sally Ruggs' affidavits uh, but uh, there was one extract uh, which later it uh, turned out to be I'd fell for some uh, fake news and uh, this this was of course the uh, the uh, I found it on Twitter uh, supposedly uh, from Uh, uh, Sally Ruggs affidavit which uh, I'll bring it up on on the screen here Uh, so it claims that uh, (laughs) Dr Ryan uh, returned to the office inebriated uh, uh, coming from a a screening of Black Panther Wakanda forever and uh, saying that uh, I think I I get it and uh, she crossed her hands over and over it chest and loudly said coo forever and then she said put me doing that at the end of my speeches when i said no she yelled i'm independent and stormed out of the iris repeatedly doing the uprising <laughs> motion and and saying coo forever to herself yes i i fell for this uh this uh, fake f- uh, f- doctored uh document and so uh boy wonder over at uh, six news australia uh Leonardo Puglisi, uh did a fact check. Uh, so at, uh, yesterday in Parliament, uh, Peter Dutton reportedly said uh, while, uh, uh, while Dr Ryan was trying to ask Labour's Mark Butler a question, I thought you were going to answer questions as Prime Minister as well. And Deputy Liberal Leader Susan Leigh according to The Guardian added Koo young forever." It appears to have come from a meme on Twitter, specifically a fabricated screenshot by one of, the court, of one of the court documents from the Sally Rugg case. According to the fake screenshot, Rugg, Rugg claims that she had watched Black Panther Forever at uh, the Hoyts Westfield Woodland in the ACT. None of that is a real claim by Rugg in any real court document, of course, but the fake screenshot spread online, even seeing New South Wales national candidate for CESNOC, Ash Barnum uh, post himself during the arm crossing motion saying CESNOC forever. We have contacted the person who made the fake screenshot, Twitter user Barvid19, who also goes by Peter Khalil Gaming, Peter Khalil being the Labour MP for Wills. He told Six News that he clarified under the tweet multiple times it was a joke, then eventually deleted it, when I realised right-wing accounts were picking it up without the context. Despite the deletion, the meme and the phrase, "Ku Yong Forever, continues to be shared online. And now, as we've seen, the meme has even made its way into Parliament, thanks to Susan Lay. So yes, what occurred is that uh, v- various uh, Twitter accounts were were sharing real extracts from Sally Ruggs' affidavits and this uh, doctored, fabricated one uh, was shared and some people f- thought that it was real and so it went viral and so unless you went deep diving into <laughs> Sally Ruggs' affidavit, you wouldn't realise that uh, it had been fabricated. But uh, it's now become, as uh, Leo said, a it's become a, a meme. And there is now a, a a Twitter account, which has changed its name to Kooyong Forever, having Monique Ryan as the teal uh, panther, which is, of course, her wearing a mask. Uh, so it's supposedly a campaign poster for uh, her re-election in 2025. Uh, with a, arms crossed, uh, wall mast saying uh, Koo Yong forever." So it's now it's now entered the the status of urban legend, uh, like 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 the the story of how people believe Dan really uh, broke his back uh, slipping down the the stairs, and also of course uh, former Prime Minister Scott Morrison supposedly shitting his pants at the the Engine Makers in I think it was 1997 1998 when the the sharks Cronulla Sutherland sharks lost the lost the grand final uh now to to make amends uh for inadvertently accidentally sharing uh, fake news last week I'm going to uh debunk a viral uh video of this male uh Karen uh, which some people believe is is real this is this is a karen who steals a a a man's mail and it is fabricated it's a sketch
5: this lady keeps stealing my mail It is. Yes. I, I am actually you, in fact yes taking
4: the You're
6: truck. taking my, my property. Well, you
4: know, there's been a lot of comings and goings of UPS trucks in this neighborhood. What about what about a that? lot of packages coming so? to this house particular. Well, something's going on in there. Something's so, going on so in there. So it's, it's yep, Amazon I'm taking the package. It's
6: my Amazon wish list. I'm taking the
4: package. No, you're not
7: taking no, my am,
6: package. No, That's my no, stuff. Nice excuse me, excuse me.
1: Excuse me. Oh, oh my God. You I, killed me
6: i did not kill you you, you're fine you sprayed me with whatever that Ah!
0: stuff is yes clearly uh, he didn't kill her because she's rolling around on the ground screaming you killed me (laughs) so she's very much alive And clearly if they wanted it to be more realistic the the male karen because male theft is a federal offense in the, the united states and australia so you can go to jail. they should have had the the Karen wearing a mask uh, while she was walking <laughs> walking a dog uh, to to make it more <laughs> realistic as well. if the dog dog could be giggling it would be lamma. so bravo, bravo on an excellent troll there uh, whoever those uh, those two people are. now let's move on to federal. Politics and uh, so Airbus elbow. I was uh, at it again. Uh, he, uh, as I as as I uh, said at the end of last week's show, he was uh, on his way uh, to India uh, to watch uh, the 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 fourth test between Australia and India. But it was dressed up as an official state state visit. Uh, uh, invited, he was invited by Indian Prime Minister to Modi. and uh, there there wasn't. I speculated that he was going to to drink uh, some beers at the at the cricket uh, because uh, that is uh, one of Elbo's favorite pastimes as uh, Prime Minister now. these are all the the compilation of another nickname I have for Alba now is Al uh, He said he was going to to govern like, bob hawk uh, but instead he's drinking more like a uh, bob hawk and uh, it's if you notice elbow's appearance all of those extra uh, kilojoules calories uh, from the beers he's clearly the the beer gut is returning uh, I wonder if because he yeah he went to, to, to India and now he's arrived in San Diego uh, California uh, so another trip uh, to for a joint AUKUS announcement uh, with uh, US President Joe Biden and UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. I wonder if on those two flights, he's ever tried to, to beat uh, David Boone's uh, record, uh, which this is another urban legend that David Boone, former Australian test cricketer, he allegedly drank 52 beers on a on a flight uh, from uh, 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 from Australia to the UK in 1999. It was satirised in a hilarious uh, chaser sketch called uh, Flight Carlton United 93. But uh, on a more serious matter about uh, AUKUS... Uh, So it uh, broke late last week uh, that uh, Australia would be purchasing up to five uh, direct uh, from the uh, US, uh, Virginia class nuclear powered uh, submarines. And then the rest are going to be made in Adelaide. And uh, the Albanese government has boasted this will require 20,000 local jobs over the next 30 years. And the government data showed this peak of construction, AUKUS will support 8,500 uh, direct jobs. So this is way into the future. We won't get uh, the ones off uh, off the, the, the line from the, the US until the 2030s. From 2027, the US will begin deploying nuclear submarines in Perth as a stopgap. Measure and the Australian Navy in the next week is going to begin a huge recruitment drive, hoping to train hundreds of submarine to, submariners to man the fleet. I wonder if the uh, I wonder if the, the the Navy ad it'll be a, a a rejig of the the Beatles' Yellow Submarine, but instead we all live in a nuclear submarine. So AUKUS is uh, bipartisan in uh, Australia. Uh, After all, it was, it was uh, announced uh, by the, the former uh, Morrison government. And of course, Joe Biden infamously called a Scott Morrison, that fellow down under, thank you pal. And now we have to remember uh, Joe Biden, uh, the new Australian prime minister's name, Anthony Albanese, and also the new British prime minister's name, Rishi Sunak as well so hopefully his aides have got uh, the names written down on a piece of paper so that he can he can read off so he doesn't cause an uh, international embarrassment again and uh, now of course uh, AUKUS is uh, about uh, it, it, it's about uh, a it's a military strategic alliance but it's not about uh, containing uh the uh, the aggression or uh military geopolitical expansion of any particular nation uh but a uh, communist china of course uh got really got again really triggered by the the pending uh AUKUS announcements and said that these nations need to abandon uh this cold war mentality uh uh, while well, uh, the, the AUKUS member nations and say, what well, we didn't even mention you. Why are you getting so paranoid for? And of course it comes at a, well, a a, a in the middle of a massive uh, staged event uh, of the, the Chinese Communist Party with the meeting of the National People's Congress, which uh, formalized President Xi Jinping's a fifth term and uh, elects uh, ministers to the state council and the premier who runs the government. Also an interesting, uh, interesting development while Albanese was uh, in India. Uh, he even got to, at the cricket to I, to to sing the national anthem uh, with the Australian cricket team. Uh, so uh, Narita Modi, Uh, who is a Hindu nationalist, Uh, he uh, called out, uh, well, said that uh, it was alarming uh, that there was uh, uh, attacks on Hindu temples in in Melbourne, which are allegedly by pro-Khalistan Sikh separatists movement so there's been graffiti sprayed at three separate sites and of course we had uh the infamous mini riot at uh, federation square a number of uh, weeks back uh, between uh the Palestinian sheiks and uh local hindu nationalists so anthony albanese said police and security agencies would ensure those responsible for vandalism would face the full force of the law And he told Mr. Modi that Australia was a country that uh, respected uh, people's faith. We don't tolerate that sort of extreme actions and attacks that we've seen on religious buildings, be they be Hindu temples, mosques, synagogues or churches. This has no place in Australia. Now, moving to New South Wales, uh, where the final countdown, the final two weeks of the the New South Wales state election campaign, uh, which will decide who will be Premier uh, for the next four years. Uh, Will uh, Dominic Perrottet be re-elected as Premier in his own right, leading the Liberal National Coalition, or will it, as the the polls and uh, betting markets are suggesting, will Labor Opposition leader Chris Minns uh, bring the party back to government after uh, 12 years in opposition. Uh, now, it's a it's a, it's a very sort of a, obviously in uh, Victoria, it's a very combative. A it, it, we have very combative elections uh, because Dan Andrews is such a political uh, bully. Uh, but, uh, his counterpart in New South Wales, Chris Minns is trying to be the nice, likable guy. He says that I like Dominic Perrottet. I just, uh, want his, wants his job. So it's a, it's a gentleman's contest. Uh, there is a, a, well, a, a big contest in the upper house, uh, because that is where the balance of power will be, uh. Mark Latham is heading the One Nation ticket again. He resigned from the Upper House to so could contest a fresh eight-year uh, term. Uh, there's obviously a Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party MLC up for re-election. Uh, John Ruddick is running for the Liberal Democrats. Craig Kelly is running as an Independent because the United Australia Party couldn't get registered in New South Wales because it's really difficult. Same with Lyle Shelton is running as an independent I uh, albeit he is uh, the I think he's still the federal director of the family first party uh, there so there is a lot of a lot of center right minor parties who are uh, can cont- you only need a quota of four point three percent to get an eight-year term in the in the forty two member uh, New South Wales, Upper house, so it's very easy to, if you get a good primary vote, uh, to uh, be re-elected. And now the New South Wales Liberals had their campaign launch yesterday, and Dominic Perrottet had a, a bunch of children behind him. And well, not just his own children there uh, with a announcing a new policy he would create a dedicated savings fund for each child in New South Wales to be used towards the cost of education or a home deposit and so what it will do is that uh, a coalition government uh, would pay parents initial $400 for children aged 10 and under and match their future contributions with up to 400 every year uh, until they turn. 18, and now the the fact that uh, he has promised to match uh, contributions uh, made by parents, uh, this means that uh, well, uh, the children of wealthier uh, parents uh, will be will be getting getting more in their their savings accounts. So they're certainly not equity there so he has been uh, criticized for having this unequal policy uh but labor opposition leader chris Mins, i'm not sure what his platform is he doesn't want uh to introduce uh cashless uh, gaming cards we know that to stop money laundering uh, we also know that he wants to cancel a number of uh, transport infrastructure projects uh but we what we do know is uh, when he appeared on uh, the Kyle and Jackie O uh, show uh, last week. Is is that he's an excellent uh, guitarist and uh, even uh, uh, did some ACDC Thunderstruck for them. <laughs> what about Thunderstruck? What about some no more one AC/DC? Likes that
6: one? Uh, no, yeah, oh, damn. Go. A little bit of Acapella. Oh my God.
7: I look
0: like at you you
2: yeah, <laughs> of my yeah, your little fingers were going
6: like the clappers there thank, on thank those strings you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah that's
0: a real um. Appreciate that.
6: that makes you uh, uh, that makes I'm you a... even hotter no. guitar <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, Chris Min certainly uh, did a lot better than uh, Scott Morrison on the, the ukulele uh, with Take Me to the April Sun in Cuba. Uh, now also in New South Wales on the, the weekend, a 15-year-old uh, spectator uh, was ejected from an NRL game for allegedly racially abusing South Sydney's Luttrell Mitchell. Uh, we don't know uh, what this is alleged slur was, we were just told to believe that it was really, really horrible, and uh, so the 15-year-old was identified and ejected, though he wasn't uh, shamed on the broadcast like the 14-year-old girl who called uh, Adam Goods an ape and uh, was uh, ejected and of course adam goods uh, referred to her as the 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 face of australian racism the girl she was very brave and courageous for her age uh, said that i called him an ape because he was hairy it wasn't meant to be racist so we don't know that if this if the same sort of uh uh, name calling was used in this instance which is evolution is apparently racist now Uh, but uh, it led to another uh, op-ed on well it's called analysis on the ABC News website by none other than uh, Tan Grant who said racist abuse of Indigenous NRL player Latrell Mitchell reflects Australia's past and present how can we escape it and he uh, starts with here we go again another racist attack in sport it wasn't a physical attack he said Words, I mean, you can say verbal attack, but uh, Stan Grant calls that violent abuse because that's what racism is violent abuse. And uh, Stan Grant uh, says that it happened to me last year when I was uh, filming and I was called the n word loudly uh, to my face by a passerby uh, while filming out the back of the ABC. And he said that. I I felt like I'd been punched in the face, felt really angry, hurt and confused, and then I cried. And then uh, he he went on about uh, all the uh, all of the uh supposedly uh injustice uh injustices, I uh, that uh are still affecting aboriginal uh indigenous uh people and so Yes, it's the usual uh, di- diatribe uh, from Stan Grant here, and uh, it, t- it talks about uh, the. Well, you can you can read it for yourself uh, if you if you want there, uh, but uh, obviously a uh, the reason why uh, he's called Tan Grant because well he's been in the, the media for over thirty years, but only chose to have a uh, this. Uh, racial identity victimhood in basically the the last, uh, 15 years. And, uh, people have noticed, uh, the changing face of, uh, stan grant early in his career uh was uh, extremely light-skinned he was the the presenter of the 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 tabloid uh channel 7 show real life in the the 90s and uh so this is uh stan grant hosting q a in in 2023 he's, he, it looks like he's upped the the, the tanning uh the the, the 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 tanning level in his uh tanning Booth, and uh so there has been this uh, CGI about what Stan Grant will look like in in 2024, assuming that he'll turn his tanning booth into into charcoal, uh, into the charcoal uh level of of tan. There, so yes. And now, last week it was uh on the the eighth of March, uh, so last Wednesday it was International Women's Day. I now for brief history lesson, Uh, it has uh, socialist origins from uh, the early uh, 20th uh, century, and it was first celebrated in Russia after the February Revolution, Uh, and uh, it was embraced by uh, Soviet Russia and socialist organisations all around the world. And now, it was big for the the modern feminist movement uh 10 years ago uh that was until uh, the modern left uh could no longer uh, define uh, what a woman is and uh we saw uh some really uh bizarre uh corporate in- international uh women's day marketing uh so first Uh, there was a over in the the US, the Hershey's uh, chocolate bar for International Women's Day, which had a transgender activist. Uh, So are they going to rename Hershey's uh, them, they's? Uh, Because basically the name of it is a a female pronoun there. I'm not sure if uh, any of you have had a a, her- a hershey's chocolate bar but it tastes shit some people say they taste like vomit and so uh faye johnston uh is uh the trans woman who uh was fronting the her- hershey's ad. so her for she was the slogan and then of course in australia uh, we had uh, this uh, non-binary actor activist to fr- uh, front a local sea folly campaign, uh, Denny Todd T- 34, and uh, so this is yeah this is a is supposed to be modeling a yeah a female f- female piece of swimwear, but of course uh, females in their swimsuit costumes uh, don't. Don't expose their their nipples. I mean, uh, they uh, women's swimwear covers the the, the breasts. And uh, their reaction was that uh, some women have uh, penises. Um, do some women have beards beards as well? Like, I would have thought if like somebody was really non-binary gender fluid, they'll sort of looked like a sort of mixture of both. They're like not just looking like a bearded man who's, uh, wearing women's clothing there. Uh, now, uh- Normally, what uh, what happened on International uh, Women's Day in the past is that uh, organisations like the ABC would sack all their male presenters for the day and only have uh, women because what's uh, what what is uh, what spells gender equality? than only having one gender on on the air. Uh, but there was uh, one International Women's Day rant by an ABC presenter, which. I absolutely thought was uh, spot on. And that was uh, by Lisa Miller, who is co-host of ABC News Breakfast. Now, ever since she uh, joined uh, the program, uh, she has been viciously abused, trolled by the uh, Twitter leftist drips uh, because she is not 100% left. Uh, She is critical of the Labour governments and parties. And uh, they uh, decided, uh, the Twitter drips, uh, that because uh, a lot of what they have is just personal abuse, uh, decided uh, to say uh, some really disgusting things about her dress that she wore on last Monday's program there. Uh, This uh, was uh, the one of the the camera angles but this is a another another angle of the of the dress and as you can see there is there is no uh split in the the dress there and uh lisa miller clearly having had enough of this uh relentless uh twitter campaign of uh, abuse because she is not a not a far leftist uh presenter at the the abc in fact she quit twitter because of the relentless uh, abuse so uh she went on uh this uh rant uh, which uh, as i said uh it was epic I'd actually like to
4: take a minute to talk about what went on during the last 48 hours. If you're blessedly oblivious and you've just been getting on with your life, great! I'm not going to dwell on it. The fact that what I wore on Monday attracted obnoxious commentary on Twitter, foul, disgusting personal abuse that I wouldn't and couldn't repeat here, it was upsetting. That it then ended up online on some news sites where the photos and the abuse were republished made me angry. Thanks for all your support. You've been awesome. Honestly, some of you have actually been pretty funny suggesting if we actually all turned up in pyjamas, you'd still be fans of the show. I am angry though on this International Women's Day. Angry on behalf of myself, and also on behalf of other women, young women, who see those stories and see someone like me being violently abused day after day for whatever reason bullies can find. I worry it might make you think that no progress has been made and that it's not worth it to be a woman in the public arena. Well, on this International Women's Day, I want to tell you the response over that rubbish yesterday actually gives me a bit of hope. We are making progress. We are going to make more progress. And there are so many awesome women who we can all look up to. So let's celebrate them today. And please make a conscious decision today to be part of the solution. Play a part in making our communities a better, kinder place for everyone.
0: Now it was the Daily Mail and news.com.au which wrote news articles uh, which magnified uh, the the tweets uh, abusing her dress. And uh, former 730 host uh, Lee Sales, uh, who, in my opinion, was uh, driven out of the the 730 hosting role by these uh, leftist uh, Twitter. Drips, uh, she uh, wrote on her Facebook, incredibly gracious and classy statement by Lisa Miller. Let's not pretend this is something that has just been happening for a couple of days or that is purely sexism. It has been going on for years now and it is unhinged, politically motivated campaign of bullying and trolling waged on Twitter and mostly driven by hardcore left-wing zealots aimed at impartial journalists the fact that lisa miller has been one of the primary targets show how truly unhinged it is it is then amplified by media organizations who treat twitter comments as news and now i notice uh, people in the the comments uh, didn't like uh, lisa miller's rant uh, but The reason that I've chosen to to cover this is because the left are particularly vicious uh, to, well, women who don't toe their lines, who are not uh, rabid leftist feminists like them. And especially on the the ABC, uh, they think that all ABC presenters on their ABC should be ultra far left, like Patricia Carvellis and uh, Virginia Trioli and, and Fran Kelly, uh, the list could go on and on. But that's, that's why they, they go viciously after uh, impartial journalists like Lee Sales and uh, Lisa Miller uh, there. And uh, I guess it's another example of, uh, and I know that some of you won't like me saying this, that uh, leftists are the real uh, misogynists. Now, moving on to, well, a it's a related international women's day uh, event uh so we have in australia we have uh, kelly j keen aka Posey parker uh conducting let uh, women speak uh public uh meeting so uh, uh, meeting speaking uh, uh boxes like to have like a literal town hall they're in public and uh she speaks and then lets other women speak as well. That's why our organisation is called Let uh, Women Speak. Now, I don't follow her uh, commentary as as closely as some of you in uh, in the chat. Uh, uh, me and uh, Margot, we are planning to, to go to her Melbourne, Melbourne uh, Let Women Speak a public square outside Parliament House. Uh, She will be joined by uh, the new uh, Liberal uh, MLC, uh, Moira Deeming. In uh, the Sydney Uh, Sydney Let Women Speak on, on Saturday. Uh, There, of course, I, there was a far left, uh, Marxist, LGBTQ, whatever, counter uh, protesters there. And uh, here is uh, what uh, some of them looked like, And now they will be uh, there at uh, Parliament House in, in Melbourne, the campaign against racism and, and fascism. Of course, uh, Melbourne is uh, where the, the local Antifa is uh, strongest. So let's hope uh, that the, the women speaking are uh, protected. You can uh, watch as uh, she live streams all of her uh, town squares. Uh, Kelly Kelly J Keane, and so you can watch them on a on a YouTube channel uh, in full to see uh, what what exactly was said and judge for yourself whether it is a sane, rational commentary or uh, whether you f- agree with that mob that she's some some sort of transphobe. And uh, now there was a, another rally in, in Sydney. It was an extremely hot day on the, the Saturday, and that was the, the protest of Christians outside the Channel 10 headquarters uh, over the airing of that blasphemous uh, joke uh, by alleged comedian Reuben Kaye on the project a couple of weeks back. Um, but uh, what it was remembered for I uh, was that uh, the uh, retiring uh, Christian Democrat MLC uh, Fred Nile. Uh, he was uh, rushed to hospital uh, after he fainted after after speaking. He's 88 years old, and uh, he has actually, I should say, uh, say deregistered his uh, Christian uh, Democratic Party. Uh, he was the sole uh MLC uh, left so this is his statement uh Fred Knolls is in a stable uh, condition after collapsing this morning at a rally against the Network 10's the project he would like to express his appreciation to the Christian community for their support and prayers and extends his thanks to the paramedics duty doctor and nurses for professional treatment he will stay in hospital overnight for observations, but he's hoping to be back exating Jesus Christ at the Holy City March tomorrow afternoon. The Niles are grateful for their support and prayers that have received during this tough time and like to request privacy as the Reverend recovers. Now, the Holy City March, that is when good is meant to triumph over evil and there's uh, people's white t-shirts get uh, covered in uh, lots of uh, colourful uh, paint. Uh, the, their shirts look a bit rainbowish, but it's the you know the traditional rainbow like that you see in the sky. Uh, now uh, going back uh, to uh, the well as uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly J Keane talks about uh, the erasure of uh, and uh, well mocking of of women I, uh, you all remember a, the uh, woodshop uh, teacher, uh, Kayla Lemure, who was teaching at a school in Ontario, uh, Canada. Well, he has now been suspended uh, because this is uh, Kayla Lemieux. Uh, this is a recent photo I uh, not dressed as a woman without the ridiculous uh prosperic z-side z size breasts and so he has been uh, suspended now his uh, real name is uh, Kerry uh, Demure now a lot there there was some speculation at the the time that this was an epic troll uh by this this man And it looks to be that this could be the truth, the truth. And you'd have to say it is probably one of the uh, best in real life trolls that has ever taken place. And, like, because the the rumor was that he was that uh, he was about to be well uh, stood aside because he wasn't diverse enough. To, so he decided to be diverse, so he couldn't be fired. It's uh, it's almost like the the South Park episode where Mr. Garrison decides to be super super gay, including having uh, Mr. Slave in his class to to punish to try and get fired, uh, so he can get a a, a cash settlement there for (laughs) discrimination there. Uh, Now uh, we also have the uh, continued uh, disgusting uh, sex ed uh, classes by uh, drag uh, queens. Now if I go to, I've got so many uh, tabs open here, so this is actually from last week in the isle of man which is outside the uk sex ed classes have been cancelled uh, after a drag queen taught children that there are 73 genders uh, so they've suspended the program in response to correct, uh, parental complaints about the graphic disproportionate indecent presentation involving descriptions of sexual acts and discussion about gender identities uh, the, uh, where one reportedly upset child disagreed about there being 73 genders responding that there are only two. The drag queen allegedly replied, you upset me and made the student leave the class. Further complaints alleged that one group of grade seven students were taught about oral and anal sex. Another group in the same grade was shown images of phalloplasty surgery, which involves surgeons stripping the skin and flesh of a female's patient's form and using it to construct a non-functioning appendage resembling a penis. A lot of children are just too traumatized to even uh, talk to their parents. Uh, uh, The vice chairman of the Marwan Commission, Eliza Cox, said, as a parent, you don't know what your child is being taught. So yes, this, it just, it just keeps getting even more uh, disturbing, and this is why I uh, there is pushback in several uh, U.S. Uh, red states uh, to uh, to a uh, ban graphic, inappropriate, ah, uh, sexual education uh, to young children. Obviously, Florida has its uh, parental rights in education uh, bill, and uh, the state of of Tennessee has just passed a a law banning uh drag queen uh story time uh, events well, drag events aimed at uh children but uh what has happened in the aftermath is that uh the lieutenant governor of uh Tennessee a man a man by the name is uh, seven, 79 9 years old a man by the name of Randy McNully. Uh, this was found out by one of these uh, these uh, progressive uh, groups that scour conservative politicians' uh, social media, trying to uh, make them out to be hypocrites. They're the ones who dug up uh, the, uh, the 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 homoerotic jokes that, uh, Madison Cawthorn had, uh, with his, uh, cousin, uh, which eventually led to him losing his primary. Uh, so the Lieutenant Governor of, uh, Tennessee, Randy McNally, he's a great-grandfather. Uh, he has, uh, been caught, a uh, commenting on a gay Instagram model's uh, salacious uh posts uh, this is the the local a uh, news channel five in nashville tennessee covering it they
2: are photos that most of us would call shocking and they are being commented on by the lieutenant governor good evening i'm carrie sharp
6: and i'm rory johnston we want to get right to five alert anchor hunter hoagland who is following this hunter lieutenant governor randy mcnally leaving a number
1: of comments below some racy social media photos of another man. Yeah, Roy, that's exactly right. And Surprisingly, the Lieutenant Governor owning all of it tonight. Lieutenant Governor Randy McNally's press team not blaming a staffer or even to be hacked, instead saying that commenting on Instagram photos is just something Randy McNally often does. But these aren't your usual Instagram photos, right? Take a look at your screen right now. Social media was abuzz tonight after users found that McNally frequently commented on another male user's Instagram page from his verified account. Over the last three years, the Lieutenant Governor has been regularly commenting on these extremely racy pictures of an influencer, everything from typing out fire emojis where the male user had posted his backside to commenting that he has, quote, a super look and that he loves his content. Social media users tonight quick to point out what they are calling hypocrisy, noting that the lieutenant governor just recently voted to ban certain drag shows, which many in the LGBTQ community say was discriminatory. News Channel 5 reached out to McNally for a statement. Here's what his press team had to say. Trying to apply something sinister or inappropriate about a great grandfather's use of social media says more about the mind of the left wing operative making the implication than it does about Randy McNally. As anyone in Tennessee politics knows, Lieutenant Governor McNally is a prolific social media commenter. He takes great pains to view every post that he can and frequently posts encouraging things to many of his followers. Does he always use the proper emoji at the proper time? Maybe not, but he enjoys interacting with constituents and Tennesseans of all religions, backgrounds, and orientations on social media, adding he has no intention of stopping. This story likely to get a lot of attention (laughs)
0: It says, I'm engaging with my uh, constituents. Uh, It reminds me of, of course, the famous uh, Little Britain uh, (laughs) characters, uh, Sir Norman Fry MP in the UK and Senator White in the US, who'd explain uh, embarrassing situations quite innocuously. And uh, so this local uh, TV station, uh, they did interview uh, the Lieutenant Governor uh, Randy McNally, The full interview goes for about five minutes, but uh, I, this was his explanation, explanation about why he was commenting on this uh, this gay uh, influencer whose name is Franklin Superstar. Uh, this was this this is how he explained it. Were you trying to help this young man in some sort of way?
5: Uh, just basically trying to encourage him. There was also this post where the man said he was quote, not a whore, but a hoe. One is a slut. The other is a prostitute, adding I'm the one that gets free weed for giving then a reference to a sexual act and it was liked by Lieutenant Governor McNally. Yeah. I don't know that. You know, a lot of times on people's posts, you see the name and you see what they've written and you just press the button that says like. So, so, so you didn't read uh, that post? I don't recall reading the part about the, the uh, weed. I know that. Well, what about the prostitute? I might have I read that. In that case, was it appropriate to, to like the comment? Probably not. Probably not.
0: And uh, the News Channel 5, uh, they also uh, spoke. Uh, to the the influencer at the the center of uh, this uh political firestorm uh franklin superstar really do love people, and I think he just knows that and knew that, and so he knew that I would be someone that just um he could tell stuff to I guess you know i i i don't know maybe he felt like he was cool because i I'm like a twenty year old guy and um he thought maybe i you know' was popular maybe I don't know um and so he just and he knew i we talked a little bit so he could text me um on instagram and so i guess i just i don't know became an outlet for him to feel like he was hip uh now technically uh randy mcnally is not a hypocrite because the the bill uh the drag queen story time uh, ban is is an anti grooming bill, and uh, this influencer is 20 years old, he's uh, an adult. I did come across this story, uh, uh via a post by uh, Clarkson uh, Dawson, who's a member of uh, Gays Against Groomers, who had the same reaction as me uh, to <laughs> this, uh, this, uh, well, uh, firestorm, I will call it, uh, now. Also before the the Tennessee uh, State uh, Congress is a bill uh, to uh, ban uh, gender transitions uh, for minors. Now, a lot of the reason why there there is this uh, uh, anti-grooming push uh, is uh, because the Daily Wire is now based in, in Tennessee. And, of course, uh, Michael Knowles uh, of the Daily Wire last week uh, was accused of wanting to unleash a genocidal campaign against uh, transgenderism because he said transgenderism needs to be eradicated. And uh, now he was interviewed by his uh, mate, uh, Charlie Kirk, in the the Aftermath. And watch for the end uh, where Charlie Kirk makes this hilarious joke. People say, how do we get our country back and all this?
6: You need young, articulate, entrepreneurial truth-tellers that are empowered to push the status quo, to push tired old dogma, and you're going to start to see legislative wins and courage happen because of it. I've said this before. The media hates when I say this. Politicians are only reading off the script that we give them, and the script is largely made sense of by articulate you know, podcasters or radio show hosts, Tucker Carlson, Michael Knowles, Candace Owens, Shapiro, Walsh. And all of a sudden now Tennessee has accomplished something that would have been a pipe dream a couple years ago. We went from a conservative movement that was afraid to do bathroom bills in Indiana, North Carolina, to now banning the mutilation of children. What changed? What changed is now the people who are processing, no, that are communicating the truth, are no longer just the talking heads on TV. There's a new generation of truth tellers and it has liberated the conservative movement michael we're out of time best of luck on your genocidal campaign and <laughs> thank you really, media matters it. i'm kidding
0: oh you're such a such a comedian uh charlie kirk now michael knowles nemesis uh dr ann lesby uh, gender studies professor at aclu university uh conducted a poll uh, on her twitter that said, right wing bigots such as Michael Knowles are genocidal maniacs. Uh, so 9% of her followers agreed, but uh, 91% of her followers said they support genocide. Uh, now, Dr. Ann Lesby, as you will know, has called into Michael Knowles' program, though Michael Knowles is not so sure now that uh, Dr. Lesby, Lesby, Ann, Lesby Ann, is actually a, a real person.
6: One of my favorite accounts on Twitter is. Dr. Ann Lesby, and for a while I thought this was a serious account. And then I started looking. I said, "Wait, Dr. Ann Lesby—is that something a little off about that?" I don't know. Maybe it's a serious. These days, it's impossible. To- ah, <laughs>
0: uh, yes, and there's a there's a whole bunch of copycat, hilarious uh, accounts now by these uh, doctors of uh, gender uh, studies as well. And now moving on to a, well, it it was a stunning, shocking uh, revelation last week uh, that uh, 40,000 hours of footage uh, from January 6th had been hidden from the American people uh, while Nancy Pelosi was House Speaker and the January 6th Unselect uh, Committee held their primetime show trial uh, so tucker carlson uh, his, uh uh his team went went through it and uh the probably the 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 most you would say uh important uh and also at the same time scandalous uh revelation was the was the fact uh that uh, jacob chansley better known as uh, Q shaman i was escorted in to the U.S. Uh, Senate uh, when he was uh, going through uh, the Capitol. They acted more like tour guides. And so this is what, uh, 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 this is uh, Tucker Carlson's narration.
5: Dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison far more time than many violent criminals now receive what did jacob chansley do to receive this punishment to this day there is dispute over how chansley got into the capitol building but according to our review of the internal surveillance video it is very clear what happened once he got inside virtually every moment of his time inside the capitol was caught on tape the tapes show that capitol police never stopped jacob chansley they helped him They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the floor of the Senate. Watch. Thank you,
6: Heavenly Father, for paying the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us in
5: this building. Contrast the reality of what Jacob Chansley did in the Capitol building on January 6th. The ind-
0: And now the reason, Margot, is that we are still talking about January 6th uh, because this footage uh, was even denied uh, to, uh, 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 to Chansley's Lawyers that was supposed to have access to it as part of the brief of evidence, and uh, so Jacob Chansley is in prison for four years as as part of a, a plea deal. He, a lot of uh, people on Twitter are saying, "Oh, he pled guilty." Well, because he didn't want to get even more. I mean, it was he was uh, sti- uh, stitched up, and so he really I, his options were limited, especially since uh, this footage, uh, which uh, should exonerate him uh was denied to his lawyers and this is a a cartoon by one of my favorite mega cartoonists branko uh which uh, has uh has a chuck Schumer uh reaction to uh tucker carlson's footage because you know, remember according uh to uh, to chuck schumer uh, easily the funniest member of the the schumer family uh january 6th was up there with pearl harbor 9-11 and the the civil war he demanded uh, that uh tucker carlson uh be taken off the air by uh the fox news owner rupert murdoch
5: these lies continue
0: tonight rupert murdoch
5: who has admitted they were lies and said he regretted it has a special obligation to stop Tucker Carlson from going on tonight now that he's seen how he has perverted and slimed the truth and from letting him go on again and again and again not because their views deserve such opprobrium but because
0: our democracy depends on it a uh, naughty designer said what's Tim Bean browsing. Hey, a you're sure you're referring to the 25% off plant protein. And well, I'm not gonna say what that is. These dads, they just they just show up on a on uh, the TU website. But that one there, yes, is probably inappropriate for uh the TU website. So um we'll see what I can do about getting that removed. But uh, I mean, you know, <laughs> uh plant protein, I mean, you might like it, but uh, going back uh, to the topic, uh, former President Donald Trump, he posted on Truth Social, Uh, here's a reaction, he said, congratulations to Tucker Carlson on one of the biggest scoops as a reporter in US history, the new surveillance footage, of the January 6th events, sheds an entirely different light about what actually happened. The unselected committee was a giant scam and is now unequivocally being stamped as criminal fabricators of this most important day. Pelosi and McConnell failed on security. The police story is sad and difficult to watch. Trump and most others are totally innocent. Let them go free now. So we were we, it was accurate to describe uh, January 6th from the beginning as a mostly peaceful protest and, uh, by, by the, the mainstream media's own definition. All right. Now let's move on, uh, to a much more alarming present, uh, development. And that is, uh, the, uh, collapse first of a Silicon Valley, uh, bank, uh, and so this was, uh, in case you you haven't uh, haven't uh, heard much about, I'd never heard of Silicon Valley uh, Bank, uh, but uh, it largely finance uh, startups, uh, particularly in the tech industry, which the the tech bubble is uh, bursting. You only need to look at Twitter and Facebook slash it, uh, slashing uh, jobs. And uh, the employees of Silicon Valley were given annual bonuses hours before the bank was taken over by regulators and uh, uh, depositors who tried to get uh, their money out. They were the the police uh, were called on them. Now, uh, why were uh, people investing and putting their money in Silicon Valley? bank, maybe because they had foolishly listened to Jim Cramer, who you should always do the opposite of uh, what Jim Cramer recommends. He's the longtime CNBC host of Mad Money and head, amazingly, of their investment club. And this is what Jim Cramer said about uh, Silicon Valley Bank uh, SVB uh, just a month ago.
7: The ninth best performer year to date is SVB Financial, don't you? This company's a merchant bank with a deposit base that Wall Street had been stakely concerned about. SVB, it's the old Silicon Valley bank, recently bought one of our favorite research firms, Buffett Nathanson, and it's become less dependent upon private equity and venture capitalist offerings. Wait a second, those dried up last year, they could come back. Yeah, some of the come back here with the stock directly affects an oversold position. stock was the fourth worst performer in 2022. I think the fears were not justified, and it's a very compelling situation. Hey, by the way, long-term private equity and venture capital, they're not going away. Being the banker to these invest- immense pools of capital has always been a very good business. Stock's still cheap. Now, you have to remember that a stock that falls 66%, like SVB Financial did last year, well, it takes it a lot more to recover. After losing two-thirds of your value, you need a 200% gain to get back to even. This is arithmetic. Some people call it geometry. So you could argue SVB's nearly 40% rally this year is barely a drop in the bucket. And that's how I want you to think it. I think it's also a good example of why these bounce-back moves might be far from over. These stocks could have more room to run, especially if you think they were driven down to artificially low levels by tax-loss selling, artificial dumping, like we saw
0: Uh, Now, that clip is courtesy of there is a dedicated Inverse Kramer account, which if you want to know the history of Jim Kramer uh, during the global financial crisis of uh, 2008, he uh, said that uh, Bear Stearns was a sure thing. He also called a convicted fraudster, Elizabeth Holmes, the next Steve Jobs, and even interviewed her and also called Sam Bankman Freed of FTX, which of course I went under late last year, Uh, as it was revealed it was a giant Ponzi scheme, called him the next JP Morgan. There also needs to be a Twitter account, uh, Inverse Forbes magazine, uh, because they also called Elizabeth Holmes uh, the, uh, I think it was actually another magazine that called her the next Steve Jobs. But yes, uh, she was on the front cover of of Forbes with her fake blood tests. And of course, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried was on the front of Forbes 100. And then on the 6th of March, uh, just last week, uh, SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, said they were proud to be on Forbes' annual ranking of America's best banks for the fifth straight year and have also been named the publication's inaugural financial all-stars list. And now, as many uh, feared, another bank has uh, gone under, and that is Signature Bank in New York, which, of course, uh, Jim Cramer uh, pumped up in 2022. Let's start with Signature Bank. This is a New York-based commercial bank, but it's got uh, 36 private
7: client offices sprinkled across the New York metro area, California, and North Carolina. The thing about Signature is that it's a business-oriented bank, and to the extent that they have a consumer business, it's focused on the wealthy, namely business owners and senior executives who do a lot of business and you can make a lot of money working with.
0: And uh, now the various apparatus of uh, the uh, U.S. government, uh, they are not going to, to bail out uh, these banks because they wouldn't get away with that again like they did in 2008. But uh, the U.S. A federal uh, reserve and uh, are going to, to guarantee uh, all uh, depositors uh, their their money, so they'll still get their money. But the, the banks uh, will still fail. And uh, Joe Biden's treasury secretary uh, Janet Yellen, uh, she well, uh, well, she's just come back from a trip from Ukraine to give uh, Vladimir Zelensky more U.S. taxpayers' money. She's also a former uh, Fed. Uh, Chair, this was her on uh, CBS Face the Nation on Sunday. Let me
7: say America's economy relies on a safe and sound banking system that can provide for the credit needs of our households and businesses. So, whenever a bank, especially one like Silicon Valley Bank with billions of dollars uh, in deposits, fails, it's clearly a concern.
0: Uh, So that's what uh, the U.S. uh, Treasury uh, finance side of the the Biden administration is is doing. Uh, Biden's uh, state uh, department is in the middle of uh, orchestrating another uh, colour revolution in Georgia. Uh, So this is from the the Ron Paul Institute for Peace and Prosperity. Uh, His podcast uh, with his institute's uh, executive director, uh, uh, Daniel McAdams uh, has been spot on about how the State Department and CIA has uh, been launching the trying to, uh, launching these various color revolutions in former Soviet states they of course orchestrated the Euromaidan revolution in Ukraine in 2014 which overthrew the pro democratically pro democratically elected pro-Russian president and so since then there's been pro-EU uh, pro, uh, pro-U.S. Uh, presidents, uh, which obviously Vladimir Zelensky is the latest. So this uh, this uh, color revolution in Georgia—I'm not sure what color it is. There were these spontaneous protests uh, that occurred because uh, the the uh, the party in power in uh, Georgia at the moment—they uh, uh, wanted to. Uh, pass a a law uh, that uh, entities such as ND, ND, NGOs or media organizations that received more than twenty percent of their funding from abroad had to register as foreign agents and explain their uh, funding source. The uh, the pro, uh, largely symbolic pro-Western uh, president of Russia said that she would uh, veto uh the legislation though I the the government of Georgia has already backed down on it but uh well as you can see there it says uh the, 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 there's a, a sign that says uh, fuck Russia as from supposedly a breaking news Ukraine protest against pro-Russian government in in Georgia now From the outside, most people would say that you don't want foreign interference in your country. And so it makes sense that if there's foreign NGOs, media in your country, they should have to disclose their funding. It was designed to expose where the Soros money is coming in uh, Georgia. But uh, yes, it was very suspicious, these uh, spontaneous protests, uh, especially the waving of European uh, Union flags which uh, I've got some, have I uploaded the footage here? Oh yes, I have got it
2: here.
0: Yes, they just have some uh, EU flags lying around. And now I've brought to you uh, the, well, uh, she is the, 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 the works and statements of uh, the Queen of Coups, uh, Victoria Newland, Under Secretary of State for Political Affairs, another uh, deep state uh, swamp uh, creature uh, who praising uh, the uh, Georgian protests said that uh, the laws gravely thre- threaten Georgia's Euro Atlantic future. And, uh, the ability of Georgians to fulfill their own economic, social, and other inspirations. Uh, so uh, in case you're wondering, uh, Samantha Power, she is a former a United Nations ambassador for the United States under uh, President Obama and under President Biden, uh, she is a uh, head of the United States Agency for International Development. So all of these swamp creatures, Victoria Newland, Samantha Power, uh, they've all from the Obama administration, they've all come back uh, for the Biden administration, which I said earlier on uh, has has most of the same people as the Obama administration, so you could call it the Obama term three. Now let's go over to the UK, uh, where Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and Home Secretary Suella Braverman, uh, they've now uh, developed a law which they said is is finally going to, to stop uh, the illegal boats uh, coming across uh, dinghies across the English Channel from, from France. And this is a uh, uh, from the video that she she put out, Suella Braverman, uh, from the official uh, UK uh, Home Department account.
3: Last year, over 45,000 people made the unsafe, unnecessary and illegal journey across the channel. Our asylum system has been overwhelmed. We're now spending almost £7 million a day on hotels. Stopping the boats is one of the five promises the Prime Minister has made to the British people, and it's my top priority. That's why today I'm announcing a new illegal migration bill to do exactly that. The Prime Minister and I have been working flat out for months to bring this legislation to Parliament. This bill will mean that if you come here illegally, you will not be able to stay. You will be detained and removed to your home country, if safe, or a safe third country like Rwanda. We are committed to helping those in need, like the hundreds of thousands of people we have supported from Ukraine, Afghanistan, and Hong Kong in recent years. But it's not fair that people who travel through a string of safe countries and then come to the UK illegally can jump the queue and game our system. This bill will bring an end to that. Enough is enough. We must stop the boats.
0: Well, as I've said before, uh, Suella, your talk is cheap. And of course, what happened to the Rwandan solution that you're going to uh, fly them all to Rwanda uh, to resettle there? Uh, They're trying to implement uh, the Australian successful stop the boats policy with the Pacific solution offshore uh, processing uh, but the reason they gave up on the Rwandan solution is because the UK, it's not part of the European Union, but it's still part of the Council for Europe. And so the uh, the judges in the European, uh, I can't remember if it's the European Court of Human Rights, because <laughs> there's more than one European institution. So UK is still part of the Council for Europe. The judges in Strasbourg knocked it back. So how do we know that they're not going to uh, knock back uh, this law? Uh, now, of course, uh, there's uh, no uh, end of social justice warriors who think that this is a cruel law stopping these poor refugees uh, coming from, well, a safe country such as France. They're coming from France, which is a country, first world country, not at war, and coming over to the UK. When they move into a safe country, uh, they, they they and and flee whatever they're fleeing. If they are refugees, then. The international law is that if they're in a safe country, then that's where they need to stay while they're being processed. You d- They can't go country hopping because otherwise they're economic migrants, not refugees. Uh, but uh, the one of the most SJW uh, personalities in the UK, UK football uh, pundit employed by the, the BBC to present Match of the Day, uh, Gary Lineker, uh, he tweeted... There is no huge influx that is completely false. We take far fewer refugees than other major European uh, countries. (laughs) This is just an immeasurably cruel policy directed at the most vulnerable people in language that is not dissimilar to that used by Germany in the 1930s. And am I out of order? Well, yes, you are uh, Gary Lineker, I mean, uh, the, the 1930s Germany, uh, was, uh, run by a bunch of, uh, white, uh, G- uh Germanic peoples. And, uh, so if you checked the skin color of, uh, Rishi Sunak and Suella Brotherman, uh, they're brown. They're a completely different race to the, the 1930s uh, G- German leaders. Uh, Now, because uh, Gary Lineker is employed uh, by the the BBC, which is supposed to be impartial, he has been uh, suspended uh, from uh, his uh, hosting uh, duties, which uh, just reinforced uh, people uh, uh, believing that 1930s Germany is is coming. He was censored for criticising the government, even though his wage is paid by the compulsory uh, TV license fees that Brits are forced to pay if they own a TV. It's a form of of tax. You can go to jail if you don't pay your TV license uh, fee. Uh, So it's supposed to be impartial. Uh, There is word now that uh, the BBC and uh, Gary Lineker, they are coming coming to some sort of agreed settlement. But what happened over the weekend is all of his other Match of the Day presenters, such as uh, Alan Shearer, walked out in, in protest and in solidarity because uh, his free speech was being suppressed. Of course, free speech only matters to, to them because they're having nice speech. It's not what they call hate speech. So match of the day, it just had highlights of the of that day's football football games with no with with no punditry and nothing of value uh, was lost. Of course, Gary Lineker, he has his uh, his his free speech. Just not if you're going to take money from the the taxpayer, you should be impartial and stick to what you're uh, paid for like uh, nobody takes uh, there's no disciplinary action against uh, Gary Neville over at Sky Sports who's also an SJW because he is paid by a commercial company uh, NBC Universal Comcast uh, there. Yeah, so it's been a whole, uh, you know, huge uh, media circus. They're camped outside his, his property. But imagine if the, the ABC in Australia was so decisive in uh, suspending or even sacking their hosts who on Twitter made uh, blatant uh, politically biased statements like, I'll mention their names again, uh, Patricia Carvellis, uh, a... <laughs> uh, Raf Epstein, Virginia Trioli, Laura Tingle, Louise Milligan. I mean, if uh, if uh, ABC was proactive as the BBC, it'd be there'd be a mass clean out at the the ABC, but sadly that's not the case here. So yes, uh, time will tell if uh, this uh, this new uh, new law actually uh, stop stops the boats. I mean, they've they've hardly made any effort, uh, but uh, we uh, shall see. I had obviously a a couple. Uh, well, it was now. I think it was now two weeks ago, I had as a guest on Wilms Front, the, the Reverend James uh, Costello, who uh, was at uh, one of the, the protests outside the migrant uh, hotels where there was an in Liverpool, there was alleged grooming of a, of a 15-year-old old girl. So they're not even put into detention centres. They're in a four-star hotel where they can come and go as they, they please. So they've hardly made any steps towards an Australian type. Uh, stop the boats system there, but uh, that's all. Have time for Wilms Front tonight again? Gone well over time, but not as over time as as last week. So thank you so much uh, for your company as always. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my Wilms Front last night with uh, Professor uh, Gigi Foster, who, as we speak, is on on Q uh, back in the the Lions Den. There, I've still got m- uh, her books uh, as the the displayed displayed books on my bookcase, The Great COVID Panic and Do Lockdowns and Border Closures Serve the Greater Good? Spoiler alert, they don't. So I will, there's no Wilmsfront scheduled uh, for this Sunday. Uh, So I will see you all on air again on Monday for another Tim's News explosion and I could have a Wilmsfront show on Sunday. So stay tuned. I keep you up to date on my telegram and Gab primarily. And of course, uh, Marg and I plan uh, to cover the Let Women Speak event in Melbourne. It's at noon on the steps of Victoria's Parliament House with uh, Kelly J. Keene, uh, po- uh Posey Parker. And uh, yes, so we shall see how that transpires here and of course there'll be a new report from Rich, uh, new report from target mount with richard Wollstonecroft uh, published later in the week ending his uh, trilogy on cancel culture and of course if you i can't support tu with super chats you can i, I can sign up for a premium membership on our website bronze five dollars per month 10 10 for silver per month gold $25 per month, platinum $50 per month. And of course the unshackled.net is where you can find our unshackled productions archive. And also it, it uh, has our written articles as well. Hadron says that, uh, make sure you uh, protect uh, him, Margo. I'm not sure if Margo knows some uh, kun, uh, Kung Fu uh, moves or uh, Jiu Jitsu. Uh, but yeah, we'll certainly make sure that uh we do it we do it safely there. Uh, we'll try to get as close uh to the leftists as we can. I know that Rita Panicky, Sky News host, tried to get close to them in uh, in uh Sydney. Uh it's obviously we uh, will make sure that it's done safely and get, but still get you uh, the most uh, m- m- most uh, accurate uh, footage uh, from the day, because of course the mainstream media will slant it that evening. Uh, so good night, everybody. Thank you so much again for your company and uh, your uh, comments as well. You in the live chat, uh, you make it uh, just, uh, it, 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 you contribute uh just as much to uh, the uh discussion as uh, as uh, myself uh some of the time i like reacting and having you a uh, part of the show hadron anti-bullying has a question tim will you get whitney webb on the show to talk about the world economic forum she's the only one who knows what's going on is she the author who's uh, done the, the two volumes on i on the intelligence operations uh epstein and uh maxwell is that who you're talking about i can try and get her on i'm not sure if she'll reply because she's very in demand uh but thank you for the suggestion all right everybody i'll see you all again soon stay safe stay sane stay free stay healthy uh stay happy and uh yes uh, stay uh stay informed as well by real facts and news uh, that i uh, bring you and uh, bring you every week try to explain to you what's really going on the inverse reality which was the the title of my show because uh, what the mainstream media wants to to make you believe is the opposite of what's going on good night everybody tim's news explosion tim's news explosion tim's news explosion